Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Sports Day. Our news headlines tonight have been brought to you by the Spirit of Tasmania. Stretch out in freedom on board the Spirit of Tassie. Love their work. Free from luggage limits. You can pack more into your adventure with the Spirit of Tas- Tasmania. All right. Um, the Sydney Sixers begin their BBL 13 campaign campaign tomorrow night. And like all games this summer, you can listen to it live on SEN or the SEN app. And at the helm of the Sydney Sixers is, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, the ageless Greg Shippard. Shippy, welcome to Sports Day. Oh, it's great to be on the show, but feeling every year of my 67 at the moment. So six. it's in the middle of summer and uh, had six shield games, so uh, I need to freshen up, I guess. 60, uh, 67, oh, you've got another 10 or 15 in your American ship. I mean, you've sort of upped the workload this summer, haven't you, um, taking on the uh, New South Wales gig? How have, you find, how have you found that, I guess, additional responsibility? It must be a blast from the past. Well, well, it is. It's, they've lured me off the couch last season, and uh, but yeah, it's been great fun. It's a, it's a group that uh, is going through some positive change at the moment. We're seeing some green shoots, and a couple of good wins in the last couple of matches has really turned the spirit around and given the players an idea of what uh, winning looks and feels like. So, uh, in, in the back end of the season, we're, we're going to get Sean Abbott back, Hatcher, and Tambia Sanger. So, from a bowling point of view, we're going to be you know really, really strong. And now you switch to uh, coach of the Sydney Sixers as you kick off your campaign tomorrow night at the SCG versus the Renegades. Now you've got training tonight, and I believe that it's the first time you're going to see your full squad being assembled. Yeah, that, that's absolutely correct. It's amazing, isn't it? So we do talk about being flexible and adaptable in our group. So that's what the coaching staff certainly and the players have to be as they jump from format to format. Just seen Steve Smith walking for the first time, Ben Dorsius as well off the plane to India, um, and uh, James Vince haven't seen him yet, and our our little leg spin recruit is reluctant. So it's unusual, but uh, our our team really understands how it plays and has been wonderfully consistent over the last five seasons. So I'm just hoping that that hunger and drive uh, for success continues to to beat strongly within the group. Shippy, we know that you love um, preparing you know, to, to the minute detail and you've spent probably weeks or months thinking about the season um, that's, that's about to start, but does it materially affect anything, do you think, that you don't actually see the players in a group until the night before game one? Uh, with the, as I say, with the experience in our group uh, and the understanding of our process, I think they will slip seamlessly into... Uh, into the way we want to play and, and know how we play. It's just about making sure you're up to speed with the opposition, which which teams changing from from season to season. Uh, ours remains pretty similar, so uh, a few new challenges in the in the Renegades outfit. You know, Zampa obviously we're experienced playing him with another team, but 
he comes in in combination with Majib in this game. So there's a spin threat there from the opposition. Uh, what's Vinci going to do? Developing Subtle and McGurk. You know, every team's got some terrific names on paper, and it's. I guess it's, uh, you need to hit the ground running this season in a 10-game uh, format. So have you sent through notes, emails, vision to the players yeah. over the last yeah. uh, however many weeks as to, you know, to outlay the game plan, how, how you do want to play um, coming up against the Renegades? Have you sent all that stuff through, uh, opposition things? So yeah. when yeah, you do yeah. hit the ground, you're running? Yeah, absolutely. The players have all got, you know, copious... Uh, sets of data on each of the opposition, and they they pour through that at their leisure. Uh, but we do we we are careful about managing their exposure to data. It can confuse some players, so we know who to send stuff to and who to sort of have have conversations with. So it's really taking uh, giving it to them, but also having an individual uh, case by case matter of fact coaching with with a range of our players. Is there anyone in your side that you could? categorically say hasn't looked at one second of or, or a note of any of the vision that you've sent through who <laughs> is the, it the adam cooney clone <laughs> uh probably probably a, a young leggy from who's been over in the t10 so he's probably had his mind occupied on not being hit six hit for six every ball over <laughs> there in dubai and he's just arrived so you know he's coming into the group but uh, he's still learning his trade and had a terrific season last year for us in fact his figures were, you know, quite similar to Rashid Khan, so we were delighted with, with him, and uh, he's probably the the one. The rest of them, I think, you know, do have a sneaky look and and immerse themselves because uh, they do get exposed in team meetings if they if they haven't done their homework. <laughs> and we're talking about players, you don't want to be the one person that you know, hasn't done his business on behalf of the team. Sounds like a classroom to me, Coons. I'm not sure you'd be getting A's or B's in, that, in Shippy's classroom. Hey, um, Shippy, do you expect the SCG pitch to be more batter-friendly than the last Shield game? Uh, yes, I guess we've had a conversation, uh, I guess, with the uh, curators around, um, you know, the length of grass for this wicket and what what might be appropriate. And I think they've even though I haven't seen the wickets under covers as we speak. Uh, I think it's gone down to a more manageable length. Uh, and it was a pretty unique wicket last week. Uh, the whole centre square's been relayed from last season where it was a desert, and now it's like a bowling green, but with long bowling green grass. Uh, and it certainly was bowler-friendly, but I think this one will be a lot more benign for tomorrow night's match. In your opinion, what should be the priority, playing in the Prime Minister's eleven or playing Big Bash cricket for your franchise? Uh, big Dash cricket for your franchise, extraordinary uh, set of events when we've gone down from 14 games to 10. But for some players, you're taking another one off and it's a nine-game competition for some mm. players. So it certainly doesn't add up for me. And I've been a great proponent of playing 14 games anyway, so that's that's well known. More cricket means players develop uh, better and faster and gain more experience. So that's from a coach's perspective, but obviously... The marketing and other people have different opinions around that. Are you happy with the 10-game season? Uh, it has been shortened? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. As I, as I, as I say, Too much no, pressure I, as a coach I, to get off to a good start. Uh, yes, that's, that's certainly uh, in the back of our mind. But I, I just think the experience of playing each team back-to-back, home and away, is, is a great uh, option. But uh, let's see how this season goes and, and review it. Uh, and, and have an open mind about you know going with a ten game season going forward or going back to 
where I think it possibly should be. How much cricket are we going to see Steve Smith play in, uh, for the Sydney Sixers this summer, Shippy? Uh, certainly this first game and potentially one through the middle of the season, uh, depending how he pulls up out of that first test series. So, um, you know, any game we get, you know, him walks through the dressing room. He's a super presence and a great cricket intellect. He loves the club and we love him. And, uh, you know, he set a pretty high bar last year with, with you know, the way he played. So we'll take anything from him because he's such a, a great spirit around our group. You mentioned a few names to us already. Um, some we, don't, most of them we know. You mentioned young, young Laggy, uh, Steve Smith, Todd Murphy is, uh, I think, the one that Tom was alluding to in the PM's 11. But yep. uh, any young up-and-comers that we need to know about before we uh, do our last Big Bash fantasy teams? Yeah, I guess uh, from our perspective, newcomers into our group, uh, young, that young Victorian in Mitch Perry. Mm. Uh, comes into our group. He's probably a Jackson Bird type of you know bowler, swings it, lively pace, and he's young and learning and uh, terrific in the field. Um, and Joel Davies, brother of Oliver Davies, is uh, left arm orthodox under the wing of Stephen O'Keefe in our group, and a and a and a top order batter and gun fielder. So he's a real package uh, for the future. Both of those players uh, and. Jack Edwards is probably another one, you know, six foot six. He's really got his bowling organised at the moment and super powerful with the bat. So we hope that those three get some match opportunity and, and have, have good seasons when their turn comes. Shippy, I'm not sure if you know this, but about two months ago, I reckon I was sitting at the Junction Oval up on the grass and I was watching Victoria play against New South Wales with your daughter, Amy Shippard, was there and a few others there that yeah. you would know. And, and I asked the question... Does Greg Shippard consider himself a Victorian or a New South Welshman now? Because it does feel weird to have you coaching against the Victorians in state cricket and certainly against the Stars and the Renegades for the Sixers. Can you finalise it once and for all? What are you? What's your identity? I'm an Australian <laughs> cricket person. So. <laughs> <laughs> and with, 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 great memory, with great memories from, you know, four states now. Started in WA, obviously, with my home. Tasmania, 14 years of wonderful opportunity. Same in Victoria, where home is now. And New South Wales, uh, post my sacking, have been so kind to me, giving me this opportunity to coach the Sydney Sixers now for nine seasons. It's been a blessing. Uh, so I guess there's only two states to go, but I think we'll draw <laughs> the line. We'll draw the line under this, that four. Uh, very good. Very well answered. Uh, as a coach, so if there's a, a specialist bowler, uh, or a world-class batter, and you have to recruit one. Which one would you lean towards? Let's just say they have they both have equal impact with bat and ball. If it, what what is what's the most important component of this game? Yeah, tough, tough, tough question. Um, I think the bowl. I think that if if it was the, if the bowler, I guess the bowlers sort of really dictate terms here and. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, when you look at Rashid Khan, you know, from, from Adelaide Strikers, you know, they can impose themselves on the match and, and win it single-handedly and generally provide enough pressure in every game, uh, you know, versus a batter who, you know, may, you know, have five wins out of ten opportunities. A bowler's likely to have seven or eight good games versus the five. So I think I'd just lean into the to the better bowler if that was... If you push me into that corner... <laughs> right, there's the headline that uh, bowling is more important than batting <laughs> in the Big Bash. Thank you, Greg. So you do have a, a, a few handy spinners 
on your list at the moment. One pretty handy spinner is Nathan Lyon. Uh, he left the Sixers and has had some, some comments recently about how it all played out. Um, can you take us through that whole situation? Oh, I've moved on from that situation. He's in, uh, he's in there, Camp. He was a wonderful uh, wonderful player for the Sixers and not just playing, but he was a great ambassador, you know, with our franchise, with the kids and the supporters. Um, it's difficult. You know, his, his availability was so limited um, this season and into the future. You know, he, he announced that he's wanting to play on into, you know, into the next three or four seasons. And so that basically takes you away from playing in this circumstance. So we wanted to make sure we secured Todd Murphy, who's mm. the Nathan up-and-coming up Nathan Lyon, young Joel Davies as a spinner, and we still have Stephen O'Keefe, you know, going around. So we, we had a number of spinners and a couple that we wanted to de- develop. So uh, certainly no hard feelings from our, our point of view. And, uh, you know, I hope that Nathan enjoys his experience with the Renegades. Last one from me. You mentioned Stephen O'Keefe. He's 38 now. He's going to turn 39 in two days' time. It felt like, uh, even the way he was talking about two or three years ago, I remember interviewing him for Fox. He was about to retire, and he just keeps on going around again. There's a bit of John Farnham about him. Um, is yeah. he a, is, how much cricket is he going to play for you? Is he your first choice um, spinner? Uh, look, if we play two, and he, he and Murphy would play, if we play potentially one, uh, you know, we might lean into to Murphy, but we'll we'll be open-minded about how things unfold. He's still got magic in his fingers. Uh, <laughs> And and that's what I guess what continues to surprise him and and doesn't surprise us but surprises him. So I guess he does so well every season. You know his numbers are phenomenal. Uh, he usually misses two, three, four matches each season with a calf that blows up. So <laughs> we expect that, and he expects that as well. But he's such a valuable asset around the group. He's you know coaches the spinners. So um, you know Murphy's flourished under him as every spinner that interacts with him does because he's such a strategic smart bowler so uh, you know we're, we're wrapped that he's going around one more time and he's probably the perfect fielder for short fine league and short third man I reckon should be I think he's even considered that in the past as well I uh, really appreciate your time good luck this season especially good luck against the Melbourne Renegades uh, tomorrow night at the SCG 7.15pm start and we'll speak to you again soon appreciate it yeah thanks guys no problem Sydney Sixers coach Greg Shippen